Welcome to another episode of Shit Siren Says, starring me, your girl Siren, and our lovely guest, Erin Naima. How are you today? I am good. How are you? I'm doing good. Oh, it looks so bright and sunny. (laughs) (laughs) Your background took me off guard. It's so nice. The lighting is just like, it's hitting you. Thank you. You know, we get we get a little bit of sunlight over here in New York. So I'm Y'all, you do it better to, than me. <laughs> I'll be trying to utilize that. I had to move one of my plants out to the living room today because she wasn't or he wasn't doing too well. Uh, his name is um, Miguel. So I had to move. I had to move Miguel out to the living room. So hopefully he's going to get some more sunlight, you know, some good good energy so he can grow you know i got a little little calla lily so hopefully he gets you know come on miguel push through yeah i know i'm hoping that my baby pushes through i had to like pick off so many dead leaves today i was like oh no so i said no he has to go out out where the where the sun is consistent so so i can introduce you as a plant mama today okay i i I am a plant mom yes i am i'm very proud very proud of my babies. But we are tapping in with Miss Erin today, and we want to talk about her experience. I know I don't want to push too deep with you. I'm always respectful to how deep people want to go, but I want to know, like, you becoming the woman you are today, like, the tea you can give us. Um, You know, it has been a journey. I think to say the least. Um, Growing up, I always knew I was different. Um, And I remember feeling like, damn, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like mesh with any of the boys. This is not, I don't, I don't, I'm, something's not right. And I just always knew like, I was just a little different. I remember growing up, they used to be like, yeah. I think I was supposed to be a girl. Like, so I think something happened to me when I was, my mom was pregnant with me. And I was saying this when I was like four or five years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, what four or five year old is is thinking of this and no, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, I don't know. Like something just feels really off. Like, I feel like I'm one of the girls. I really think that this is where I'm supposed to be. I mean, all of my life, the people I've connected most with are women, um, or you know, girls when I was young or whatever. But like, they've always been girls. Always had guy friends. Always, you know, I I thought like a girl. I moved like a girl. I acted, you know, quote unquote, like a girl. You know what I'm saying? So I think you know now transitioning as an adult away from my family. Um, It's been a lot of battling my, you know, thoughts and and demons and believing what people have told me, I'm, you know, who I'm supposed to be or like, you know, who I should love or how I should look, what I should do when it comes to education, what job I should get, you know, the whole, the whole spiel, whole nine, right, everything. Um, so I just think for me, stepping into my womanness, my womanhood, I think it is just me growing up. And I think that story is very similar for a lot of us. You know, I think a lot of the times, us as Black women especially, there's a lot of just kind of bumping your head until you figure it out. You know, even though we're not, you know, we're not supposed to make mistakes, you know, we're not given the room to be fully, uh, uh, fully realized human beings who make mistakes and can do better. Nope. But... (laughs) 
Um, you know, I think every day is just learning more and more about myself. Um, learning more about what I want out of myself, what I want out of life, the person I want to be for other people. And like, when I leave this world, what do I want people to say at my funeral, you know? And I think that's a big thing. And, you know, I've said this before, but, you know, when I close my eyes, I've always saw myself as a woman. I never saw myself as anything else. Um, And I think the people closest to me felt that energy as well, because they could always kind of pick up on it. So your family, for the most part, has been supportive. (laughs) At least a meanie. (laughs) Um, My parents, my mom, my dad, no. Um, mind you, I haven't spoken to my dad since 2020. Wow. Um, and the only, and mind you, the only reason why I like spoke to him is because I wrote him a letter, just kind, of, excuse me, kind of just getting all my feelings out there. Ooh, excuse me. And um, you know, not to put all my business out there, but he never responded. And so I was just kind of like, oh, okay. So, okay, this is cool. Um, My mom, it has been a, it's been a battle to say the least. Um, She's very, very much set in her ways. My mom is a cancer like me. Like the like the both of us, like you and I. Um, you know, my mom is a cancer. Our days are actually like, I mean, our birthdays are like a day apart. So she's June thirtieth. I'm pretty sure I remember that. Me and you are pretty similar in that regard. Our, yeah, we both my got mom, that. Mm-hmm. My mom's birthday is July first. I mean, June thirtieth. Mine's July first. Um, so we're literally right there. So you know, but you know, she. I, I don't know. I try to be nice and give everyone grace as much as I can. Um, I will say she is trying. She is is trying. It's taken her some work to get her to kind of like, I've kind of had to light a fire under her ass, you know, just a little bit to kind of be like, look, girl, you can show up for me or you don't got to show up at all. And I'll make sure that, that you, you know what I'm saying? We can keep it that way. And I think after that, she was kind of just kind of like, oh, well, let me, you know. Um, but I mean, my sisters, you know, I have, I'm the youngest of four siblings, three for my mom, one by my dad. Um, I mean, they're cool. Um, they're all super young though. So like the, the, the oldest sibling under me is 15. Wow. So, you know, my 15-year-old my sister and my um, 12-year-old sister, they know. The other ones are like six and five. So I don't, and, and I was, I, I recently went home and I was like, oh, I want to like have these conversations with all of them, but I didn't know how to have that conversation so that a six-year-old will really understand. I was going to ask, how does that even go? I I don't know. So the only thing I could think of now, right, is just to show up as myself authentically. And I think, you know, like I said, he's been, you know, he's six. Um, So, you know, by the time he was born, I was already like kind of stepping my way into the transition portion of my life anyway like by the time he was born I was already you know in the makeup wearing the clothes you know I never really cared about what pronouns people called me that was never like I just I knew that like the he him never really felt good I just kind of felt like I had to kind of go with it because that's what I was told but I never you know that wasn't really my judge I wasn't really feeling it so I just think you know He's just been able to see me be myself these last six years of his life. 
And, you know, I think my sisters, I mean, I'm sure they know as well, like, so, I mean, yeah, I just, I've, I've never, I don't think I've never been around them and not been myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes it a bit easier. And, you know, since we're siblings, it kind of makes it, I feel like, you know, it makes it a bit more digestible to people. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, and, and they're young, you know, and like, they're young and they have grown up on TikTok. So you I'm know. about to say the young generations are in Zach because somebody said it was six year old still. I'm like, you children are so pure. Their love isn't built on that. They're not set in any ways yet. No, they're not. And you know, and my siblings, they know that like, oh, my big sister, she gonna show up. You know what I'm saying? And that's I that's the one thing I do. I try to make sure that I show up for them as much as possible because you know, I know the importance of having family around. Um, so, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm there. Um, now, I will say my dad's side of the family has been a bit more accepting, which is more surprising. Um, I, now, my dad is not accepting. That's my what I'm saying here, shooketh. Like, what the fuck? Right. Now, my dad and my stepmom, they're not, you know... You know, not I mean, just some, you know, some background, you know, a little background. You know, both of my parents married other people, and each side, my mom's side, my dad's side, stepmom, stepdad, every, every, every group, all four of them groups, heavily in the church. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like pastors, bishops, on every side, musician. I mean, everything, all of it, from the ruta to the tutor. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so, you know, very religious, very down south, very, you know, your typical, your typical southern, typical, I mean, I hate to say typical black family, I really do, but you know, has a problem. (laughs) They too deep Um, in the damn church. Okay, so, you know, I I was very nervous, and I, I think I'm still a little bit nervous on you know, being around my dad's side. Uh, but, you know, my one of my aunts got married recently and, you know, my family was like, oh, where's Aaron? Like, I hope that, you know, my my grandmother, my dad, so I was like, well, I just, I just hope I get their pronouns right and don't, you know, Aww. don't use their old name. And, I, and it's, you know, so I'm just kind of like, wow, I never thought that like that would have been the case. Um, Especially an older generation black person being more something her damn son, but you and and listen and and we could take it there. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. It's just been really nice to see. Um, you know, my cousins have welcomed me in and been like, "Girl, come on!" But that's what the other thing I think that people have to kind of understand is like, I've always been there. Mm-hmm. You know, there was never a point in my life where I was not me. Even when I like, you know, was quote unquote trying to pray away whatever I was trying to pray away, cause that's what I'm taught I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I was still very much myself. I moved how I moved. I walked, I talked, I act, I dressed. My mannerisms, they were all very much still me. Um. So like I've had to tell my mom and my other family members, like, y'all do know this is like nothing new, right? You know, like, I do know that there have been side conversations with other adults about, you know, what's going on with me when it comes to my identity and sexuality. So there's clearly a conversation here. And at this point, I was a child. So I'm like, you know, clearly there have always been signs that everybody's always been like, you know, oh, we always knew we was just waiting on you and do, 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 and do, 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 do. But it's like, okay, you always knew, but you never created a safe space. For me to come out and be myself. To be myself. So how, so if if you always knew, why didn't you yourself do the work to just get your shit together instead of putting it on me to be, a version that you wanted me to be so you can be okay that's what and that's why i say like i said i can't identify from the place of being a trans person but i know from being a parent and just you know living in the world 
when do you start to assess yourself and see that you are the problem? Because I always get pissed. I'm like, I see people making whole thing pieces, especially now, state of Florida, with this don't say gay bill and all this, you know, blocking LGBTQ plus education out of schools. And it's just like, if you have all this time to fixate on what somebody else is doing with themselves in their life, don't you think you got a motherfucking problem? Like imagine what you, imagine what you could be doing with that time, all that time and energy you spending, the time, energy, resources you spend on being hateful, you could put that into something positive and make this shithole of earth a better place. You know what I'm saying? At least put some action forth, you know. But that's just it's too much. Like right, and I think you know, especially when it comes to parents, you know, I can I can say for you know for myself, I think having younger parents, because my parents were, my mom literally went into labor with me on her 21st birthday, you know? So like she was young and of course not as young as, you know, 15, 16, 14. Of course, you know, she was still 21 out the house in college, getting her, you know, living her life, doing her thing. But like you spend all of your twenties, you know, you spend all of your twenties being a parent. You have no time in your twenties you know what I'm saying? Living your life. And I just think sometimes that takes away from us as people being able to really properly assess ourselves. And I think sometimes as parents, there's just this fixation on being better than my parents that you kind of turn into your parents because you try so hard to stray away from who they were, but you don't realize that you yourself, you're not who your parent was. And your child is not who you were. And you can't try to use that same formula that your parents worked on you growing up in the 70s, 80s, 60s, Not You know, you can't use that same logic with kids who were born in the 90s, raised in the 2000s, adults in the, you know, it's just, it does, so much has changed. And you, as an adult, you have to be able to, as a parent, as a human, you need to be able to adjust and move with the times because if Ooh, you don't, say that shit. you will get left behind. Like you, you absolutely will get left. It, it's, it's no matter what avenue. It doesn't matter if it's tech. It doesn't matter if it's clothes, food, hair, skincare. It like cars. If you, it's okay to keep these like traditions and cores. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I get it. I feel you. But like. If the traditions and cores that values that you have been dependent on for so long have been harming people for so many people for so many years, at some point you have to start to take a step away and just kind of be like, well, maybe we need to think about something new, something new. And I just think that that takes too much accountability. And especially when it comes to black parents, there's this, I was just doing the best I could do. I was just working with what I what what I had. I was doing my best. I what else? Yeah, and a lot of them don't want to hear anything because they teach you as a child. Uh, uh-uh, you don't talk back. Oh, I'm the adult. They adults always give that vibe of because I'm older, I know a lot. But no, years don't give you knowledge. You life experience does. It, it it life experience does. And like you said, and being accountable and learning every day. You ain't perfect. You don't know every fucking thing. You don't, and you and you have to be willing to do better every day like you know that's like and 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 one of the things you know love Beyonce let my girl down you know what I'm saying but like when it comes to her you know she lets it be known I'm still a student I may be Beyonce my name may be synonymous with fucking greatness excellence perfection class dignity beauty talent creativity you know what i'm saying work my name may be synonymous with all these different things but i'm still having to learn every day about myself you know because i mean you're challenged with new things every day as a person as a mother as a woman as a wife as a whatever job you go to you know what i'm saying whenever you put yourself out there to get up and go out to wake up in the morning you have to give yourself room to grow because you never know where that can take you and you never know who you're going to run across and I think that's very important but like I said you know that comes with accountability 
and being able to look at yourself and be like, damn, I fucked up here and I have to do better. And I don't think that when, when it comes to parents, like I said, it's just, I was doing the best I could do and you just understand and it was hard for me and I have time and do, 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 and woody, woo, woo, woo. And it's like, okay, girl, but we need some accountability right now. Bitch, period. And unfortunately, it just doesn't always happen for us. Um, Do you feel like that's the issue as a whole with the Black community? Because I I feel like, you know, there always was the hatred, especially towards gay men. But, you know, women, I mean, they hate gay women. It's just that women are fetishized, so it's okay. But I know when it comes to trans people, I have heard they're the worst stuff. When you hear about a trans woman or man being murdered, it's, you know, excusable. It's, oh, well they were tricked you know the person didn't know and they went crazy okay when again like when do we start to educate ourselves when do we start like you said coming up with the times i mean even though trans people have been around since forever ooh, forever so i'll be mean, it's really no, no excuse. Uh, can you i'm sorry can you hear them revving the it's, I, we we know you in New York City, baby. Okay, okay? Right. <laughs> I'm in the, and I'm in the Bronx. I'm in the Bronx. You know well, what I'm saying? Bronx, so look, we know you, you you in you in the light. You in the city. Hey. Um, Sex in the city, all this. Literally, literally. I thought it was in Manhattan, but hey, close enough. Um, but I I I think a lot of the problems that the black community has. I mean, honestly. It's white people's fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I think you know, and 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 I think white people stripped away the fact that we need to be held accountable for our actions. Mm-hmm. I think what white people did to black people, just I mean, from the beginning to the to to today. I think it has given a lot of us a pass to be hateful. Mm. I think it has kind of given us a pass to let things just kind of slip through the mud because, oh, life is so hard for the black man. So the black man gets to be, so the black man gotta be, and I gotta create a space for the black man. And this, my black man is the pinnacle. But it's like, okay, that's if you, you don't even, say a whole fucking word. Even, even if you believe that's the case, right? You can't leave everybody else who does not fit inside of that black cis hat box because you, you just can't do it. And I think for a lot of us, you know, slavery and whiteness has just done so much damage we've lost a lot of who we are so there's like this need of sort of to kind of be like well I get to let you slide I get to let you be disrespectful because you somebody has to give you a break the punching down I know some people call it the punching down effect in this again if you listen to this episode black men do not please don't start that shit saying that I hate men or that I'm anti-men because it's not the case but that definitely is a trend in the community the black man punched down but now here's the thing right I will call myself a misandrist okay kill all men down with all men you know what I'm saying like in a perfect world it would just be women we will all go to an island have babies, have a good time, love up on each other with our children. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a boy, raise him up to so long and ship that little nigga somewhere else. Um, but in my in my perfect world, this is also just a world where it's just black women. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know what I'm saying? So please don't 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 get it mistaken. You know what I'm saying? I'll be willing to, you know, call out my bullshit. Um, But I just, black men like to be like, oh, I can't, I can't punch down on you because. Yes, my bad. No, no, no. The punching down. Um, somebody even told me that it's funny you see a lot of these black black comment men commentators teaming up with white women commentators. 
Ever notice that? Because the white women feel um, inferior in their community, and then the black men feel inferior. They feel inferior, but then again, they take that abuse out on everybody else. So the massage, the massage New York comes out, the homophobia, the transphobia. I'm punching down at the rest of y'all, and it's like I don't. For me, I don't understand it because at the end of the day, we're all black. You're counting out. You're counting out your other people and their intersectionality. They we can't help that we're women. We can't help that we gay. We can't help that we trans. Like we can't help that just the way you can't help that you're a black man every day. So do you punch down at me or do we come together and team the fuck up and try and, to get our needs met? And I think the biggest issue is that people have kind of made gender and sexuality seem like a choice, right? Like. And, and and in a sense, I could like almost understand what they're saying, right? Because it's like, oh, the lifestyle you chose to live. So when people say that to me, that lets, to me in my mind, all that means to me is that like, you're, you're lying to yourself about something. Whatever life you're living, you're lying to yourself about something because if you, really truly understood what was going on and my little queer trans heart, you will understand that this is, you know, on the, on the, for me, it's, this is not a, it's not a choice. And when you tell me all was a choice to me, that feels like, Oh, you just want me to be miserable. Just like you, you're not happy with the choices that you have made so in order for you and me to still be on the same playing field, I have to make these choices that are also going to make me miserable because you're not happy. Oh, well, that's the lifestyle you chose. So you have to be, oh, so what lifestyle did you choose? Ooh. So if it's a choice for me, what did you choose? When did you make your choice? So you're telling me you made the choice to be queer, I mean, straight or cis. You, you didn't want to. Because you were, whatever you were battling, so you made, you made the choice to tell yourself, I'm going to shut my brain off, and I'm going to ignore all of that other shit. That's what you're saying to me. You know, and so I think that a lot of people just have to understand that, like, one, you know, being any type of queer under the queer umbrella is not a choice. It's not unless unless you bitches that be faking, faking for your man. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing. But like for the rest, say, of don't them, start because I I really want to dedicate a whole episode to them because I got listen, questions. Listen, so it's like for the rest of us over here, this was not a choice. We didn't just wake up and be like, oh, you know, I think I'm gonna have pancakes and a scoop of bisexuality today, <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, because if that's the case, I could just, just like you, you didn't make a choice to be black. I didn't make a choice to be trans. I just, I knew something was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, who would want to wake up and be like, hey, my family might disown me and my community might hate me. (laughs) I'm just going to choose that today. And the world may actively be trying to kill me on a consistent basis, but you know what? I'm just gonna just go with the flow anyway because that's what the fuck we're doing. And I think that people just need to understand, like, you just, first of all, you sound stupid, but, like, just just shut up. Like, what you're saying is so dumb. And, like, you know, to the point about the whole, oh, you feel like you, you, you are people who think that violence against trans people is valid because there's this, notion around disclosure right the thing the disclosure in itself is transphobic you know what i'm saying like this whole notion of oh i have to tell you i'm trans i mean i've heard dumb shit like niggas uh, i heard a man literally saying twitter space to the point where oh well Trans or trans woman, well, you know, you look attractive to me, but I, I I would prefer that, yeah, you need to put in your bio that you're a trans woman. Why the fuck should she have to do that? That could put her in harm's way. And 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 the people and, and people, but past that's the thing. People feel like because I am trans, I owe you an explanation 
of my existence and who I am. Like, oh, you're trans, so you need to walk around with a trans flag waving so I know not to come speak to you. So I know. So it's like, oh, okay. Maybe let me walk around with a cis hetero flag. So, so you can walk around, so I, you know, so I can walk around and know how to treat you. It's all about how, you know, you have to treat people in this world because there has to be some level, some, some, you know, some, some tier, some ranking where I can shit on you. And I think it's just, it's, it's very unfortunate because let me, and let me say this, right. To all the listeners out there. No one is tricking anybody. People who, people, you know where to find trans people. You know where to find trans men. You know where to find trans women. You know where to find non-binary folks. You do. It's 2022. You not about to pull this bullshit lie with me because it has been enough of you niggas that have tried to come knock, knock, knocking on my door. Okay. I can't even. I, I just have to make the face because look, the whole I don't <laughs> see niggas on made whole contemplations. Trans women so they better than than regular women, as they'll say. Oh, I want some bussy. So these niggas, that's why I, I, I just have to you see here in the back through Twitter, Instagram, any of them dating apps. You know what I'm saying? You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly who you're looking for. The only thing, and that's the thing. Do you think, and and, and I think that people have this misconception, and this, I blame Jerry Springer. I blame Maury. I blame all them other TV shows. I blame blame the media because it has gotten a lot of y'all thinking that trans women are out here lying to men to get them in bed because, oh, we just have this bloodlust and attention for men and we need this validation. And it's like, girl, bitch, if that's the case, you could say that about any of you cis girlies. You know what I'm saying? Call them out, call them out. But once again, it's like, okay, this whole notion of disclosure is based around, oh, I don't see you as a quote-unquote, you know, biological woman. So you, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you have to tell me because that means if I'm, you know, if I mess with you, then that means I I can't in my mind be like, oh, well, I'm still, however I identify whatever I'm saying, now it's too much of, oh, you know, now it's like, oh, am I am I questioning my own sexuality? Like, now this feels weird. It feels, I don't know what to do. And so it puts a lot, but it's like, that's on you to figure out, babe. You know what I'm saying? But like, I've never been with a guy and never have told him beforehand that I'm trans. You know, I've always been like, just let you know, hey, I am trans. And they've either been like, okay, cool. Or have been like, um, okay, girl, well, don't. We're not doing this. And, like, I've had a few guys, like, be like, you need to put that in your bio because that could get you hurt. And I was like, what you going to do? You going to hurt me? You going to hurt me? Hmm. I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but I'm just saying. What, what are you just saying? Because you didn't, like, once again, I think, you know, you don't have to come speak to me. But you you chose to come speak to me. You chose to come get my number. You chose to, to swipe right on me or do whatever. You didn't have to, but you did. And it's like, okay, oh, well, you need to tell me the first time we speak to each other. Why? What do, why do I owe you that? Because what if, what if, what if, and I've had to be like, what if I don't even like you? What if, you know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't even gone out on a date. So who's to say that you haven't said something that I thought was disgusting and be like, well, you know, I don't want to talk to this nigga no more, so I'm not going to respond back. And it's happened a multitude of times. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga's just said something stupid, and I had to be like, well, now I can't, you know what I'm saying? Shoot, and then let you reject them, and they got a fucking problem. 
right now i reject them now you know one dude i told him i don't want to see him no more oh now i'm an ungrateful bitch you know what i'm saying now you and i had now your five o'clock shadow you know what i'm saying so it's like oh now 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 you got an issue with all of this shit you know what i'm saying but it will oh okay now you want to bring this shit up but it's like shit. it's not and you know I, I, you know, I, I, I never want to trauma bond because I hate trauma bonding. Oh, yeah, me too. You know but like, when, you know, when women or, you know, when cis women are always kind of do this whole like, well, I have a vagina and you don't. So that makes me a woman and do, 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 do. And it's like, girl. Literally, everything that you go through, I go through. Pay discrimination, workplace discrimination, harassment, baby, I PMS just like you PMS. You know what I'm saying? Like, I may not actually physically be bleeding. And once again, on top of that, there are cis women who don't get period. Exactly. There are... You know what? I just watched an interesting, uh, a very interesting documentary, and they literally talk about when you're born. And I feel like everybody forgets this: when we're born, both of our parts, male, female, whatever you want to say, at birth are the same. It is the same cluster of cells. And even, and even if you look at right, like just how the bodies are. Literally, a penis is just a vagina that is outside the body. That's it. That's really fucking it. Because, you know, I've, I've had some people, a lot of us, we started off as girls, every single last one of us. It's just a matter of, did your shit stay open or did it, did it close in that, in that four-month mark? What but, people don't, but people are so fixated on the pink, the blue. Is it a boy or is it a girl? Like, I mean, it's, and it's, it's pure bullshit. Like, I, I'm, I love how you said that people need to take accountability for their own learning and education and growing in their own life I mean that's and that's why like I said I can't I cannot relate from a trans perspective but I can relate just from a perspective of living the world and just looking at people like what the fuck is your problem like I said I cannot deal with these whole ass think pieces on why you're a hateful piece of shit yeah and I think I I you know and I, the one thing that I feel like a lot of you know white people like to do is be like oh but look we have so many more similarities than we do as differences. And like in a lot of the times that shit doesn't work. But in this aspect, I'll just be like, literally, like nothing makes us different. Like nothing makes us fucking different. And like you could just be a better person, but you just don't want to. And I don't I I, I never can like fully comprehend why that is such a hard thing to do so it's it's a little frustrating i will say that but um i mean i don't know i wish for better days i don't know if those days will ever come in my lifetime but you know i can only do my part and just be the best version of myself and i think you know i you know am able to kind of spread the message to those who are younger than me to just kind of be like, look, just don't be a shitty person. At the end of the day, just don't be a shitty person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what you do, girl. I mean, let me say I don't care what you do, but you know, like, just don't, don't, (laughs) yeah, right. Like, don't do like super hard drugs. Don't be killing people. Don't be robbing people. Like, you know, just be a decent fucking human being, not because you want something back out of it, because it's the right thing to do, because everybody deserves a bit of happiness. And I think that we just get so fixated on people who live lives that we're kind of envious of in some way, shape or form. Like, even if you as a, you know, person who is cishet, who doesn't identify as any type of queer, trans, whatever, there still have been things that you have been held back from. Mm-hmm. And I think what pisses a lot of people off so much is to see people 
who have been marginalized for such a long time find a bit of joy and happiness and strength and light. And that pisses people off more than anything because how dare you have the opportunity to get up and, and, and continue to be yourself and continue to fight to be who you are when the world has told you so many times that who you are is worthless. When everybody in your world, when your mama, your daddy, the teachers, the media, the music, the books, the, the school system, the prison system, the firefighters, you know, the, the people at the bodega, it don't matter where you go, who you be around. Somebody done told you, you ain't shit, you ain't, you ain't worth a damn, you ain't never gonna be shit, and you've internalized that. Unfortunately for you, you have internalized that. And you have projected that onto everybody else because you don't have the power or the tools to work through it on your own. But that's your problem. It has nothing to do with me. I don't care what you be out here doing as long as you be out here hurting animals or children or old people. Go do what you have to go do, sister. Walk in your truth. As long as it's consensual with somebody that is under, you know what I'm saying? But once again, you know, I was thinking about this earlier because, you know, getting ready for this 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 podcast, you know, I was like thinking like, damn, a lot of people, a lot of the reason why people are so the way they are is because a lot of us carry so much shame. Mm-hmm. Me, you know, me, me, myself personally, you know, like there are still a lot of still a lot of shame that I have to work through, like. And I think that just causes us to fucking be haters and not, you know, be, cause shame is embarrassing, it's angry. You know, you, you're you mad at yourself. You, you're mad because people feel like they looking at you like you stupid bitch. Like, you know, like- Yeah, the whole fucking world. And so you, you start talking bad about yourself. You just assume that everyone will think bad about you. And it causes so much more problems than what it it, it needs. Um, but you know, since there is so much shame and embarrassment on being who you are and just kind of, you know, living your life, being as free as possible, not everybody is given that opportunity to do that and a lot of times I felt guilty because I feel like I have been given the opportunity in life to kind of leave and make something of myself Mm. and not everybody has the privilege of leaving home leaving where they come from to figure themselves out like you know, I think about my parents. I think about, you know, my parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents who always had kids, you know, very young in age, and they never had the opportunity to, they may have left the South, but they never got the opportunity to be themselves. Now, yes, the, the, the 30s and 40s were so much different than, the 70s, 90s, 2000s, 10s, 20s, whatever. But a lot of the time, a lot of people have never been able to be fully realized adults who get to think for themselves and be for themselves and be free from what mommy and daddy in the world taught you about yourself. And and I don't know, and for me, that feels like a privilege for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like that feels like I I didn't I didn't have these um or this extra baggage of having to you know um I don't uh, I don't want to say kind of show up for people but and, and and I think I did have a lot of that pressure to be perfect and be who people wanted me to be but. I just, I, at one point, I just said, girl, fuck y'all, I can't do it. You know, I, and I think, you know, music has helped me a lot through that of trying to, you know, really get to myself. And, um, yeah, at one point, I just, 
I had to realize that I had to do it for myself. And you're a lot, and you're, I would have to ask, I mean, besides that, that, you know, every blue moon guilt, but I mean, again, that's not, you know, the choice, I mean, I hate to say it, but the choices of the ancestors and they passed, that ain't your, that ain't your fault. I mean, so do you feel happy now? I mean, like, are you happy now walking in your truth, your power, you know, fuck all the bullshit. This is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. I'm becoming this person. I am very, very happy at the woman I am becoming. Um, You know, I think she's everything I've always wanted to be. And everything I think I was a bit too afraid to be when I was younger. And, you know, I think I've always been vocal. I've always stood up for myself. But I think the confidence that I have, this newfound confidence, this new sexiness, this new way to move in the world and, you know, how I think about intimacy and relationships and the life I want to live, the art I want to make, things I want to do. You know, I'm happy that all of these experiences have kind of led me to this this place. Um, I'm, I'm very happy that, you know, the person I've seen when I close my eyes is starting to match the person I see when I look in the mirror. And I think that is like one of the biggest, biggest blessings. Um, Cause you know, you know, like I said earlier, every time I close my eyes as a child, I always saw myself as a girl. I don't I don't think I ever saw myself as a boy. I just it 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 wasn't there. It wasn't. And on top of growing up around mostly women, you know, like I was mom and aunts and cousins and grandma, <laughs> great grandmas, and you know what I'm saying? So I was just kind of like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> this, this is who I am. This is who I am. Like so I don't I don't know. I mean I do know. I'm I'm very happy. Um, you know, I like my body. You know, I can afford to lose a little weight, but you know, that's my own personal. You know, Look, but Panorama got us all. Don't right. Listen, it's it gonna be got, hot girl summer regardless. It, and it got me. It got me. The the pandemic got me because I I started to transition like genetically transition. Twenty twenty. Ah. So I literally took my first peel, Peelza, in May of 2020. So I started in 2020. I had my first year last year. So this year will be my second year medically transitioning. And so it's just been like, it's been a long time coming. You know, I'd be in electrolysis and it is definitely... It's more, it's a lot more mentally taxing than I think that a lot of people like to think it is. You know, I think people think it's just all this juvenile, oh, I'm just in my feelings. I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to just, but it's like, girl, you know, I'm, I'm every day having to rewire my brain from the things that I was taught when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. every single day about how I see myself about how I want to you know be touched and loved and felt and taken care of and shown up for and like you know how I react to things I mean it's just it's all a big reworking of your brain every day and like a lot of having to tell yourself that you are worthy and I feel, and, and you know what it's funny because I feel like so many people need to have that conversation with themselves. So many people. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like I've, a lot of the times, you know, I, I feel like I was kind of spending my life in hermit mode. <laughs> like, you know, I was, oh, well, I'm going to just wait until I get my money. I'm gonna wait until I'm gonna wait until I lose some weight. I'm gonna wait until my me- I'm gonna wait until until I'm gonna get some new friends so I can feel. And I'm tired of waiting. 
I'm tired of waiting. Because if, if I'm going to be waiting, I'm going to be waiting forever. Until mm. I decide to do something different. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to just wait until, you know, the kids graduate. I'm going to wait until to go do this. Girl, fuck that shit. I'm doing that shit now, today. Hey, hey, hey uh, never a bad time to show up for what the fuck you want and for your damn self. It's not. And, you know, I don't, I don't, um, my only responsibility is me. So I can do whatever I please because I only have to show up for myself at this point. And, you know, it's just, it, you know, I wish that everybody could just do that for themselves, but <laughs> I it's not possible. Um, but, you know, it has been a journey and I'm loving myself a bit more every day. Um, you know, I'm ready to get out and be active because I feel like so I've, you know, I've spent a lot of this time in hermit mode. I'm not normal for a crab. <laughs> you know, and right, right. You know, and so it's kind of just like I'm ready to break out of that old shell. It's getting too too crowded in there. I need to break out, find a new one, grow into that, break out, find a new one, grow, and you know, just consistently, you know, keep growing. And um I'm ready to do that. But I think, you know, a lot of it comes with comfort and how I look, how I present. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's been a battle, um, because I don't always want to go out and put makeup on my face, but I don't want to deal with the fucking transphobic, transphobic bullshit because whatever. So it's, it's, it's always like a double-edged sword. And so, you know, electrolysis helps and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a bit wary of the summertime. Cause that's when you know you're out. You want to wear less clothing because it's hot. I live in New York, so it's already hot. Yeah. All buildings, that every, concrete jungle ain't, ain't nothing to play with. All the heat is just trapped inside. It's hot as hell. It's humid as hell. You know what I'm saying? But it's like okay, whatever. I'm just ready, hoping, praying, steadfast. You know because. I want to be able to go outside and not have to worry about the shadow or bumps. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I be in electrolysis, you know, hours, spending my whole weekend, you know, in electrolysis hours every, you know, whatever, because I need to, I want to be comfortable. I'm ready to be fully comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like I said, it's really mentally taxing because every day I have to get up and just kind of be like, yeah, girl, you still a bad bitch. Yeah, little little stubble, little stomach, you still a bad bitch, girl. Don't even, you know, don't lie to yourself. And some days I don't feel pretty. I some days I do not feel attractive. Some days I want to just wear baggy sweatpants and two X hoodies and hide from the world and watch Netflix all day. And you know, but I've noticed that that's you know, I live in New York, the city of opportunities, and there's so much that I want to do with my career. I have to get up and get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I'm ready to get back out there dating wise. Um, and I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel good. I want to feel confident and fully secure, not like, ooh, do I look bad today? Like, do I look like, do I look good enough today? Like, am I being clocked out in public right now? Like, I don't want to have to feel that way. So, I've been trying to just before you know surgeries or electrolysis or whatever, just tell myself like, look, girl, you here, you got it. You know what I'm saying? You comfortable in the skin you in. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm just living my life and, you know, taking it day by day, patiently waiting to the, you know, the moment I become a mommy, but you know, a real mommy, not a uh, one. You got baby Miguel, but I just want to say 
I am super excited for you and happy for you. And I'm appreciative of you coming on the podcast and sharing your journey and just so many tidbits of information. I feel like we all need it <laughs> today because I mean that for anybody to walk in their truth. And I feel like, like you said, a lot of people are hate because they are not walking their truth. But I am gonna bring up the fetish of the fucking day. Yes, I'm excited. What's the fetish of the day? So it is patronophilia, the arousal of having sex in front of mirrors. So, you know, for all of us who like to watch ourselves and you know see them love making faces. Can I can I share a little little Of course? Um last time I had sex, which was like like a month ago. Um <laughs> uh, it was a mirror right behind the bed. It was a mirror above the bed. And it was a mirror on the, if I'm at the foot of the bed, the left side of the bed. So we have mirrors top and front and to the side. I have never got so turned on by myself before in my life. Like, I was like, damn. Watch a live motion picture. I look good, and uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm my body saw dark skin and chocolatey, and I got the cocoa, the coconut oil on my body, so we just glistening. And just, mm-hmm. it was I don't know good. that tweet song. As soon as you said that, that tweet song, oops, oh my, came right into my yeah. head. Yeah, but you know, but you know, it's crazy. That song's about masturbation. I know, I, but. Yeah. When you, when you said dark skin, I heard that that buttery brown body. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Uh-huh. And that's what it was the feeling like. I was like, damn, like, I could look at myself have sex all the time. Like You patronophilia. <laughs> no, I I'm I, I I'm sure I do have a little bit, you know, a little I think this is a great fetish. I mean it's I mean, shout out for the self love. I mean, he still was texting me up from like, oh my gosh, you look so good in that mirror. Like, oh my gosh, and I was like, yeah. Like, and I've seen myself in mirrors before, but never like that. Like, I was like, damn. And like, and that was like, I looked at myself and I was like, damn, my ass really fat. Like, and I wonder, look, you he talking about you look good. Yeah, nigga, I know. <laughs> and I, and I, was, I was like, damn, I was, I was like, damn, my ass really fat. Like, I knew my ass was fat, but I was like, damn, this bitch is fat. This bitch had cake fat. like that. This, this I, was, I was really in the hotel, like, oh, my ass this fat. And he was like, how? Like, how? And, every, and, you know, like, since, since, you know, transitioning, weight gain, eating, smoking, pandemic, not working <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it did the body good, obviously. It did my body something, something crazy. I, I mean, when I hips, boom, ass, boom, titties sitting. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm not mad at her. I can't fit none of my clothes anymore for real, for real. But that's not the point. But you look good without them. That ass is something. It's something crazy. I be like, I be looking at myself and getting turned on. Like, damn. If I, if I could, I would fuck me. And I wish I could fuck me. You know? Let me just do a little mini clap for that in the microphone. Okay, let I, me. Because I'm with it. If I could fuck me, then I would, bitch. And that's on period. I need to see what all the hype is about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need to. <laughs> I am done. On, a, on that note, y'all, we are going to close this out. Thank you again, Erin, for coming through to the pie. And y'all, until next time, bye-bye. You can also follow me on Instagram. Oh, oh. T-H-E-E only dot A-B. The only dot A-B is where you can find me. You know, all my beautiful, luscious gloryfulness. <laughs> look, you you gonna find, you gonna fuck around and find out what she was looking at in that damn mirror, okay? And I'm going to definitely tag her in the um, description for this episode. So please follow Erin on Instagram and check her out, okay? Okay. Thank you so much for having me. All you all ladies you pop la- your pussy like this is. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss this. All you ladies pop your pussy like this is. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss this. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now.